you know, society right now and, and the media and whatever says that in order for women to feel safer, men need to be more feminine is essentially what they're saying. Hello and welcome to the Feminine as Fuck podcast. I am your host, Monica Yates, the period whisperer, a trauma healer and an embodiment coach for both men and women. Well, obviously periods just for women. I am a double Sagittarius, a rising Gemini, an Enneagram 8, and a generator. I know, it's a lot, I'm here for it. I help women to get into their magnetic as fuck feminine energy and for men to feel ecstasy and intimacy. In these episodes, I love to talk about things that people are thinking but too afraid to say, as well as educating you on everything that I know in this brain, body, and soul of mine. You can find all the ways to work with me on my website, and with that, let's jump into today's episode. Before we jump in, I want to give you guys a little bit of a trigger warning that this episode will be triggering. So possibly, but I feel like all of mine are, so whatevs. Um, listen with open, an open mind and open ears. And before you turn it off, just keep listening. Come to this episode with the energy of curiosity. Okay. Hello, friends. Well, I actually already recorded this podcast episode. And then my laptop was full, so I moved everything to my hard drive and deleted it off my laptop, and I deleted this podcast episode. Uh, for some reason, like, it didn't save properly as an MP- MP4, MP3, whatever. Um, and then when I went to keep uploading it to the podcast, Sarah's like, this episode of 12 seconds long, Monica, is it really short? I'm like, no, that's that's wrong. Um So here we are doing it again. That's okay though, because I know what we're talking about. So today's episode, well, firstly, I had a beautiful birthday. Thank you for everybody that wished me a lovely birthday. I felt so loved and it meant a lot. So thank you. Had a great birthday party. Note to self though, we'll never do a birthday party on my birthday again, like my actual day, because people kept saying like, have you had a nice birthday? And I'm like, no, I've literally been stressed the whole day. I want to cry because I'm running around like a headless chicken. It's hot outside and I wanted it to be snowing, but there was a heat wave, which in hindsight, I guess was like a good thing because everyone didn't have to wear like big coats and like the turnout was amazing because everyone was like, it's a beautiful night and like, you know, um, people were on the balcony, whatever. Um, it was, it was great. It was fantastic, but we'll never do a party on my birthday again. Anywho, so today's episode that I am re-recording, I am talking to you guys about how as a woman, if you want to feel safe, you also need to, like this This means feeling safe around men. So it, this is a really good episode for men to listen to as a great permission slip um, for men to be in their ground and masculine. And this is a really good episode for women to listen to because this is really important. So firstly... Um, I want to kind of say that society with all of like, you know, the billionth wave of the Me Too movement, the billionth wave of feminism and everything kind of being blown out of proportion and the actual intention and the actual like point of movements, they've been, I've lost my fucking words in my period, whatever. The reason why we started the Me Too movement and feminism, like the actual definition of it and their, the intention of it has kind of been shifted a little bit and it's been taken a little bit out of context. But what it's also what's also happened is things have been blown out of a portion and now it's just like a manhunt. <clears throat> and it's actually causing the opposite of what we're wanting, right? Like women are wanting and if you are like, no, I don't fucking want this, then I'm like, you need to check yourself because you do, but you're not letting yourself admit it because 99% of women want this. As a woman, we want to feel like ravished, loved, cherished, 
wanted by men. Now, if your brain immediately goes into like, no, if he's ravishing me, he's abusing me. I'm like, see, that's the issue, right? There you go. Society has made men's dominance, that's a good dominance, to become unhealthy, their leadership to become unhealthy, their forwardness to become an unhealthy, toxic, quote unquote, masculine trait, when actually it is the thing that makes us feel grounded and safe. Like a really, really common thing that you might be aware of, and I've probably said it before in an episode, and it comes up a lot in Queen Alchemy and for my clients or whatever, is soft touch is like bleh. Like a man giving a woman soft touch, I want to fucking die. Oh my God. Like it's just propulsive because your body as a woman kind of shrivels up because we don't feel like we can fully relax because now we have to be in control because somebody has to be in control. Somebody's got to like, you know, keep the fucking fort down. Someone's got to keep the roof over your head. Someone's got to like, you know, look out for everything and and be in control, right? And, And keep their eyes and ears peeled. And if you feel like he's not doing it, then we do it as women. And then it makes us feel yuck in our body and we don't feel ravished and safe and secure and protected and provided for by the man that we're with. And it's really hard because like we, our, our biology, our body wants to be ravished by a man, but society now says that that is like abusive, right? Or for a man to like grab us really hard, that's abusive. Now, obviously like it can be abusive, but also it can be fucking sexy when a man grabs, grabs you really hard. Like you might've seen from my um, birthday, I have a tattoo that says bite me, um, like up near my bikini line. And actually I was meant to get it done for real in Tulum and then I didn't have time. So I got a fake one done, but I'm going to get it done real. And it's actually like not a fucking joke. I'm like, no, like bite me. Like I always kind of make that joke of if I don't look like I've had sex the next day, then I haven't had sex. And not everybody is as kinky and, you know, whatever as me, which is fine. It doesn't mean that you need to be, but the underlying messaging that I'm trying to get you guys to just tap into before we go deeper into the episode is that biologically and just energetically, the feminine wants to be devoured by the masculine and the masculine wants to devour the feminine. The masculine wants to feel like he is leading, he is controlling, he is directing, he is devoted, blah, 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 and like committed to the project at hand. And women, the feminine, we want to feel taken and adored and cherished and loved and just swept off our feet. And this isn't a fantasy thing. This is an energetic thing. The feminine surrenders and receives. The masculine directs and leads and is that strong one where the soft one, right? We also have strength too, but whatever. Don't read into it too much. So um, what was I going to say? So it's really interesting how, you know, society right now and, and the media and whatever says that in order for women to feel safer, men need to be more feminine is essentially what they're saying. So now all of these men are really feminine and raise your hand if you're enjoying it. Cause I fucking ain't, it's not enjoyable. It doesn't make us feel sexy. And the key thing is it doesn't actually make us feel safer. It doesn't actually make us feel safer. If you're in a dangerous situation do you want a man to come over and fucking fix it? Yeah, I want to be saved. I want to be protected, right? So if all these men are now being taught, no, don't do that, she's got it. Do we feel safe? No, we don't feel fucking safe. If you want to feel safer as a woman, 
you need to heal your relationship with men and we need to give permission for men to be in their masculine because they will actually make you feel safer. If you're in a bar and there are a lot of men around you, you're going to feel safer than if you're in a bar where there's a lot of women and there's not very many men and all of a sudden some guy comes in with a gun. I know this is dramatic, but I'm just painting the picture for you. Which one would you feel safer about? Would you feel safer about the guy coming in with a gun with a bunch of men around you or the guy coming in with a gun with a bunch of with not very men, not very many men, men around you or a bunch of men that are feminine and they all scream and drop to their knees? I think I'd rather be in the first group, right? With all the men that fucking take the bullets. Okay. So, um, if we just dial it back for a second and just jump back to biology and, you know, I like to always come back to things on a biological level because it's not disputable. So men provide safety to us on a biological level. They are the providers. They are the protectors, the end full stop. That's just how it goes, right? It's been this way forever. And in the caveman days, this is how it was. We as women feel safe in community and we do not feel safe being alone. Hence this whole like rejection wound. Okay. So, cause, cause if we did something wrong, whatever, I'm, I'm going to talk about the rejection root wound, um, in another episode about the sisterhood wounding and how it can affect your business that I've got coming up for you guys. But what's really important to understand is that us thinking that we can be the protectors and the providers as in women, we're fucking kidding ourselves. We won't fucking enjoy it. We're not going to feel happy in it. We're not going to feel like this is like, this is right in our body. It's exhausting. It is exhausting. And that is why women that are single for so long or single mothers or whatever it is, they feel like fucking exhausted. And I just want someone to look after them because we are not made to be the caretakers and the providers. We are the caretakers. We are the nurturers. We are, you know, the loving ones, right? The intuitive ones. Men are the providers and protectors. Now that doesn't mean we can't go to work and provide for our family as well. But our, but we can't do everything and we're kidding ourselves when we walk around thinking that we will feel safer if men are more feminine because that is not true at all. Not true at all. The opposite happens. The opposite happens when we have all of these feminine men, right? Nothing feels worse in my body than a man that touches me softly. Ugh, yuck, right? I just want to puke thinking about thinking about it. So we are the gatherers, men provide the safety. And what we actually need to create more safety in the world is masculine men. Not a wounded masculine, a grounded, focused, delicious, dedicated masculine man in his leadership. Right? Like, I'm gonna give you guys an example. So my friend weren't mine. So the other week, maybe like two months ago or something like that. I don't know. It was like after my Halloween party. My friend called me. She always has the most dramatic drunk nights. It's fucking hilarious. So she's having brunch with her friend and this homeless woman comes up and takes their credit card off the table because they were like sitting outside waiting for the waiter to come and take their card so that they could pay their check. And this homeless woman comes up and takes their card. So my friend will call her Sally. My friend Sally stands up and is like, hey, give me my card back. And the homeless woman punches her in the face, right? And and Sally, I'm not saying her name, and Sally is like, what the fuck, you bitch? So starts running after her. Now, I'm like, oh my God, are you okay? She gets the card back off her, but realizes that was probably the dumbest thing to do ever because she could have had a knife or a gun or whatever. Um, 
gets the card back off her and comes and sits back down. And I, and I said to her, I was like, babe, were there, was there anybody sitting around you? And she was like, yeah. I was like, were there any men sitting around you? And she was like, yes. And I was like, oh my God. And none of them got up. She's like, not one, not one man got up to help me. And I'm like, oh my God. And it's this weird cash 22, right? Cause I'm like, are you fucking serious men? Like get the fuck up and fucking deal with the situation at hand. Like, why is she trying to, why is she trying to fight off some crazy woman that has stolen her card? But on the other side of it, you have to remember that the media and society is telling men, women can do it themselves. So all of these men sitting down are like, I don't know whether to get up and help her or whether to sit down. And I know this because it comes up in the study that I've been running and it comes up in my conversation with my guy friends and it has for years. Of like, I never know whether to go up and whether to fix the situation and whether to help her or whether she's going to turn around and be like, I've got this under control. You're being sexist. How dare you think that I can't handle this myself? Can we see the problem? And this is why men are like so confused about like what do women want these days? And then when women complain like, oh my God, you know, all men are this, all men are this, where all the chivalry, where is all the chivalry gone? I'm like, babe, we've, it's, we've done this. Like we've taken away men's, we have made men think and feel like their innate desire to protect is wrong and dangerous and bad. So, and because they just want to make us happy, they now will sit down and do what they think is making us happy, but actually it's not making us happy. Now it might make very masculine women happy, right? But those women, they're not in their hearts. They're not living in their truth. They're just fucking acting out their trauma. I've got everything in control. I've got everything under control, but deep down they're fucking miserable, right? They don't even necessarily, they're not actually happy with the way they're living things out. So, you know, it's, it's this really hard situation where like, if you get punched by a homeless woman, you want a man to stand up and handle the situation. But the reason why they're not is because society is now telling them you need to be more you need to be quiet. You need to sit down. You need to stop trying to help us. Stop trying to protect us because that's toxic masculinity. That's not toxic masculinity, right? I fucking hate this word toxic masculinity anyway. Um, there's also a toxic fucking femininity. Like why are we always just demonizing the men? And I understand that a lot of this has come from um, domestic violence and physical abuse and emotional abuse and X, Y, and Z from men. And what I want to then help you guys understand is that when men, when anybody, I'm not going to actually put a gender in, gender in here, when anybody suppresses their anger and their trauma and their feelings enough because it's not welcome to be expressed, they will eventually express it. And often it comes out in the form of a, ray, of a, of a um, blackout rage. And blackout rage is essentially where the amount of adrenaline that is pumping through your body, your memory switches off because it's not needed in this moment because your body thinks you're fighting off like a fucking tiger. It's not needed in this moment and you don't want to remember it because you're about to fucking die, right? You don't want to remember it. So your memory actually switches off and you will go into this rage blackout where you have no control over your body's function because your mind has essentially switched off and you won't really remember it. And that's why these men can have these rage blackouts and they go, I don't even remember doing this. Like, I don't know what came over me. I don't remember this. This isn't me, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's actually not them. It's actually not them. It's actually their trauma and their abuse 
and everything that they've suppressed and their anger and their frustration that they have accumulated over the years, they've suppressed it so much and something's triggered them and they've had this rage blackout. And unfortunately, they have had the rage blackout on their partner or on a woman or, you know, on a bunch of people in a bar, right? Or on a school shooting or whatever the situation is. And this is not to, this is not to gaslight the people that have been affected by this, but when you actually look at the studies, um, with like school shootings, for example, a common thread that they have found for every single boy and man that is, that is engaged in a school shooting and led a school shooting, there has been rejection, um, very present in their life by women. And they don't know how to handle this. And, you know, men are told and boys are told, don't be angry, don't be frustrated, like, you know, stop yelling, be a good boy, sit in your seat, just basically like shut down your feelings, right? And over time, what happens is then it won't be shut down forever. And it comes out in this really unfortunate way. So what we actually want is we want to welcome the expression and the emotion. And we want to encourage men to get it out in a healthy way. We want to encourage men to be primal, to get angry, to go fucking like, you know, rage, like to go fucking roar like a lion in the woods, right? To go like fucking hunt, to go do all of these things that make them feel like men. And then what will actually happen in turn is that they won't have these rage blackouts because they've gotten out their emotion in the way that they need to get it out if that makes sense. So, so when women, so when, when society is saying the way to solve domestic abuse is for men to be more feminine and for men to be nicer and for men to be, you know, quieter and blah, blah, blah. And for men to just like talk about their feelings, that's not actually necessarily going to help because like for you to say, if a man has to just go to therapy and talk, men aren't talkers talking doesn't make them feel safe like it does for women because with women our bodies are wired where communication elicits a feeling of safety which is why when you don't hear from a guy for a few days you feel like something's wrong right whereas for men they're like nothing's wrong we don't need to talk all the time but you're like yeah we do yeah we do yeah we do like if we're not talking something's wrong but nothing's wrong per se but it's just for women communication equals everything's okay And when there's not communication, when there's not talking, we feel like something's wrong. Men don't have the same thing. So at the same time, men don't get that same, you know, I feel good feeling after talk therapy, you know, or after talking about their problems, they don't necessarily get that feeling of like, oh, this feels so much better because they don't need communication, have that same um, hormonal response as which, and the hormonal response is actually like, um, oxytocin and dopamine of, I feel like I'm a part of something. I feel accepted. I feel, I feel, um, loved and I feel safe in this relationship, whether it's with a therapist, whether it's with their friend, whatever, they don't get that same response. So telling a man to go to talk therapy actually doesn't do anything. A man needs to go do the, the, the work where they fucking express their bloody anger, where, where they get to the depths of their core and pull out the shit they've been holding on to for fucking years. And you can't pull out that shit when you're doing conscious work. And conscious work is talk therapy, right? Because you're using your conscious mind, which is the which is the stuff that you're aware of. Your eyes are open. Your conscious mind doesn't give you very much. Your subconscious gives you everything. And that shit ain't working when you're in talk therapy or when you're having a beer with your buddies, right? The subconscious, the body work is actually where that, that magic is actually going to happen, if that makes sense. Um... 
So when it comes to like those masculine grounded men, that is what creates safety. That is what creates safety. Um, And like whilst a bunch of feminine energy can create softness and warmth and all that jazz, softness and warmth doesn't necessarily equal like protective safety where on the street you want to feel safe. If you want to feel safe on the street and walking around as a woman, you need masculine men. Like think about the times, ladies, where you've been out with a bunch of men, right? With a bunch of guy friends. Your nervous system feels so much safer being out with a bunch of guy friends than out with, with a bunch of girlfriends, right? Go try it out. When I'm out with guys, I'm like so relaxed. My nervous system is so fucking chilled out. When I'm out with a bunch of girls, I don't get the same response. Oh gosh, there we go. Hold on. I don't get the same response. The reason why I don't get the same response is because I don't have that masculine protected, protective energy that is around me that comes from a masculine man and a masculine presence. And I will say this actually is just like a man, like biology, right? A masculine man, because I have, so my gay guy friends that are like, I'm going to say like more masculine in that, like, if you just got like a glance at them in a bar, you might actually not know they're gay until you see like their mannerisms per se. Um, until they, and until they like, you know, engaging with you, you may not know they're actually gay because they're not like, um, they're not very, very, their looks aren't very, very gay is what I'm saying. Anyway, when I'm even around them, I feel so much safer because they're bigger and they're stronger and they're taller than me. And this is why like you can't bring in like, you know, um, oh, even if I'm around like a masculine woman or, you know, um, what was I going to say? Or, like this is actually about gender. This is actually about gender. This is not about just energy. This is about fucking gender because men are bigger and stronger and they have more testosterone in their body. Their hormonal profile is so different. Like they can fucking run. They can fucking fight. They will get revved up more easily because of the amount of testosterone in their body. And that's how they're made. Like their nervous systems are not as sensitive. So they can undergo a lot more stress for a longer period of time. Whereas we cannot, like even when I was in Tulum, um, and I don't know whether you guys remember when my like house was broken into, I met a guy on the plane going over and he was like, we like caught up in Tulum or whatever. The night that I was, the night that my house was broken into, I was actually with him. And so when I went back to my house and I saw it, I WhatsApped him and he came over and he would have been like the same height as me, actually maybe a little bit shorter. I'm five, eight. Um, he might've been like five, seven or something. And, um, so even though I wasn't taller than me, he was physically bigger and stronger than me. And he was like ex army and ex policeman. So, I already felt 20 times safer around him, even though I wasn't necessarily tall in me because his hormonal profile is different. Obviously his background, the fact that he's got fucking big muscles, the fact that like he would not be afraid to punch somebody in the face. Whereas I would fucking scream and run if someone came up and approached me. Do you know what I mean? So this isn't just about like, you know, an energy thing of like, oh, like women can feel safe as well. Like I can bring in my inner masculine. And it's like, well, yeah, to an extent. But then when we come back to biology, you don't have the same nervous system as a man, which basically means that your nervous system will tap out a lot sooner than a man's nervous system. So a man could fight for hours. You won't be able to, you will fucking surrender and then start crying, right? You, 
don't have this ability to be under a high amount of stress for a long period of time because of our ne- because our nervous system is more sensitive because we are made to make babies. We have a cycle. That doesn't mean you have to go and make babies. That means you have a fucking cycle. Your nervous system will tap out more easily. So let's say, for example, you know, you're traveling, if you're traveling by yourself in like maybe a little bit of a sketchy country, you're going to get, you're going to fucking hit burnout a lot sooner than if you were traveling with a man in that same country, because traveling with a man, your nervous system is going to be relaxed knowing that he's got eyes and ears on everything. So you're actually going to probably leave the trip, not feeling burnt out and exhausted because you were on edge the whole time, if that makes sense. So this is not something that you can kind of like I really am like, you cannot dispute this. Like this is just biology and I'm explaining it to you because it is so important as women that we understand that this is not like, oh, we need to just, you know, you know, become more modern and change our, you know, societal views and like blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, this is just fucking biology. Like this is just how we're made and women need men to feel safe, right? The end, full stop, just like women provide softness, warmth, emotional groundedness to, you know, and all that jazz to men, men provide the safety and the security to women, like the end, goodbye. We literally like fit together. Like we are yin and yang. We do not feel fulfill the same job description. Friends, if you haven't heard, you need to listen up. Ladies, send this information to the men in your life. And men, why are you not in the man? The man is open. It's my first men's group program. I'm so excited to be offering this. I'm so excited to bring men together for them to have brotherhood and for them to feel like sexy in their trauma, like sexy in doing this trauma work. Because honestly, I feel like I make trauma stuff and all that like you know, gross emotional shit sometimes, that's the dirty work. I make it sexy. I make it fun. I make it juicy. And I'm excited to bring this to men because I feel like a lot of people, men included, they just like don't want to deal with it because it just seems heavy and draining and, you know, emotional and blah, blah, blah. And whilst it is, there is a lot of sex appeal about it. So if you haven't joined the man, I would really, really recommend joining. It's going to be fucking amazing. It's like my men's version of queen alchemy and we start beginning of next year and i can't wait i cannot wait to see all these transformations for the men in this program i cannot wait to change your lives and i cannot wait for you to have that permission piece of like wow i get to be the fucking man no matter what is politically correct or like what seems like socially acceptable i get to be my truest masculine self free of all my shit fuck Yes, all the details are in the description below. Okay, now obviously I want to say in all of this, like the disclaimer or whatever you want to call it, the side note is that obviously to feel and appreciate the safety from men, you have to heal your programming from the media and that men are bad and that men are this and that men are that, et cetera, et cetera. And you also need to heal your trauma from men. Like if you want to be comfortable and feel the joy of firm touch from a man, you need to heal your trauma first so that you can actually receive that firm touch and feel like the sex appeal of it and feel how sexy it is and allow your body to surrender to it and on all that jazz. Like just thinking about like a man fucking grabbing me so hard just like makes me fucking wet right um so the caveat of all this is please make sure that like obviously 
you have healed your trauma with this because if you haven't healed your trauma around men, of course, you're not going to feel safe around men. Just like if you haven't healed your trauma around women, you're not going to feel safe around women. That's like a really important point of all of this. But the overarching thing that I want you guys to understand is that us thinking that, you know, the way to create a safer society is to create more feminine women is wrong. Like, in Australia, there was, it's always on the news, there's, um, I can't remember the school, but this school lined up a pile of, like, all the boys from the school and made them apologize for being men. That is fucking disgusting. And that is the surest way for men to feel shame about their masculinity. And therefore, they'll shut their masculinity down, but it will eventually come out in that rage blackout because you can only shut down your desires for so long. Let's think about it like this. I'm sure we've all been in a relationship before as women where you feel like you get really frustrated and you're getting really exhausted exhausted and and just fed up with the fact that like he doesn't lead he doesn't make decisions he doesn't plan dates so what happens all of a sudden one day you blow up like a fucking champagne bottle and you fucking get so angry at him about you never do this you never do this you never cook for me you never look after me you never plan dates you never do this well guess what men are going to do the exact same thing but if you shut down their desire to be masculine they're going to do the exact same thing after a while where they're going to blow up and they're fucking they're fucking, um, they're going to have a rage blackout. And then that's when media goes, oh, men are fucking dangerous. And it's like, well, actually, you know what's dangerous? Suppressing your natural desires. That's what's dangerous because you can only suppress them for so long, if that makes sense. Um, so for the men listening, I want you guys to obviously make sure that you're in that grounded, healed, masculine energy join the man if you're not sure about it or if you want to improve on that or you want to heal your trauma or X, Y, and Z. That's what it's there for. I think we have three more spaces. Um, so join the man if you want to. I don't know how many times I'm going to run it next year and I know that after this this first round, the price will be double. So I would definitely join if you want to. So join the man. But what I also want to say for the men listening is like this is a permission slip for you to be in your grounded masculine energy. And please, for the love of God, do not think that it makes women feel safer and better by you being more feminine, right? No, it might make them have the illusion of safety, but all it does is not trigger their trauma, but their trauma, but you're not responsible for somebody else's triggers. This goes for everybody. You are not responsible for somebody else's triggers. So if you're a man trying to tiptoe around women because you don't want to trigger their shit with men, that's not your responsibility. And actually in turn, it doesn't create safety for them, right? Like nothing makes me feel safer than when I'm walking down a street and a man will swap sides that he's walking on when we like turn the, like turn this down the street or whatever. So we're on like the different side of the road. Nothing will make me feel safer than when a man is walking on the outside of the curb so that if a car came, he'd get hit first. I mean, that sounds fucking morbid, but that's him protecting, right? That is him protecting or holding open a door or paying for dinner or giving me a foot rub or sending me a good morning text. Like men are the pursuers. They are the providers. They are the leaders. That doesn't mean that women can't lead in their own way, but that what it does mean is that you are kidding yourself if you think that you're going to feel safer as a feminine woman and happier, that's the key thing, happier as a feminine woman by men being feminine. Because you will not, you will not. As all the women listening, do you feel happy when you're dating a feminine man? No. Do you feel happy when you're dating a man that says, babe, I've booked enough for 7 p.m. tonight, wear these, wear, the, wear an outfit like this? Yes, please. 
have babies with me. That makes me fucking happy, right? Men, I'm sure you don't feel happy when you're with a woman that doesn't let you do anything, that shames you for buying her flowers or holding open the door of, I can do it myself, or why are you doing this? Or I can pay my half of dinner. Does that make you feel like a man? No. So don't tolerate it because it won't last forever. Like you tolerating behavior where you don't feel like a man, I don't know why you're doing it. I know why you're doing it. But what I want you to understand is that you will not be able to do that forever. So stop doing it. Stop kidding yourself thinking that you can do this forever because it will blow up one day. So instead, make sure men that you're dating a woman, that you're seeing a woman, that you're in a relationship with a woman that lets you be a fucking man, that you feel like you are the man. And women, be in a relationship with a man that makes you feel like you are a fucking queen and that you are being looked after and that you are adored and cherished. That's what we want. The fucking end. And I'm going to paint one final picture for you guys so that you understand this. Um, So let's even use it. So actually a couple months ago, I might have told the story already. I can't remember. Maybe it was just, I just told it on the episode that I already recorded and then deleted, whatever. But I'll say it again. If I've recorded another episode, sorry. So I was thinking about this situation, like even with catcalling, right? I've done an episode on catcalling. You can listen to it if you want to. I think I have. Yeah, I have. Um, Anyway, so like as an example, obviously you get catcalled sometimes and there was a, there was a recent time in New York where I was getting catcalled and then I was getting followed and I was kind of like, Oh my God, fuck off to these people. Right. They were catcalling me. And honestly, women catcall men as well. And like, for some reason that's acceptable, but for a man to catcall a woman, it's not acceptable. I'm like, I just don't understand that. Like don't fucking, you know, don't catcall people, um, in like a rude, like you can like, catcall people. Fine. I don't actually don't care about that much. Like catcall people, but if they're not giving you a response about it, like then fuck off. Right. Anyway. So I was like being followed and there were so many men around me and not one of them came and dealt with the situation. And that's of course, same thing that I was saying about my friend that got punched, call it sounds dramatic, friend that got punched because these men, and I hear it all the time from my guy friends and in the survey that I've conducted, I'm going to get Sarah to link the survey below. Please send it to your guy friends um, or like the men in your life. If, if they haven't already done it, I'd be really grateful. But oh my God, jelly is licking my fucking toes. Um, it's this really hard situation that men find themselves in of like, do I go over and help or does she have it under control? And me going over to help is me being sexist, right? It's like, you never, you never know because everyone's so fucking sensitive these days. It's like, everyone's trying to be so politically correct, so sensitive. And what actually happens is that no one's helping anybody because everybody is trying to be so bright and so correct. And so, you know, perfect, what happens is everyone's actually so disengaged. Everyone tries to be so perfect that in the end, it just creates all this avoidance and disconnect and separation between all of us. It literally just creates separation and we make everything a big deal. So everything becomes stressful rather than like a guy coming over and helping me and you not reading it as he doesn't think I'm capable, but rather you reading it as a man came to help me, the end, or a person, take the fucking gender out of it if you need to. A person came to help me. Awesome. Thank you. The end. He was being nice. Like it's like so many people are actually victims to everything that they want to create this victim story. It's like, oh, he was being sexist. Oh, he was being this. Oh, he was saying this or she was saying this or they were saying that or blah, blah, blah. Like everyone just reads into it everything these days rather than literally just seeing it as point blank of they came to help me the end he said this 
The end. Don't read into it. Don't overanalyze it. The end. The fucking end. Um, so anyway, I am going to leave this there. I hope that you guys found this episode eye-opening. Um, and just remember, like, this is biology. Men in the caveman days, their role, <clears throat> their role was to protect women. They would go out and they would hunt and we would be with our little community, with the children, and we wouldn't do that. And so it's in their DNA for them to want to, to provide for us and to protect us. And it's in, it's in our DNA to feel safer when men are doing that. So when we are cr- trying to create this illusion that like women will feel safe when men are less masculine, it's just never going to work. Like we always need to kind of come back to our core roots and to our truths as human beings. And the truth is that men are the protectors and the providers and women are made for community and nurturing and the gatherers and all that jazz. Now that doesn't mean that women can't also provide and protect like their children or whatever. Like we still have our fucking mama bear. Like if we were in community with all of our female friends and our children and a fucking predator was coming over, we would unleash our protector 1000%. But we, our bodies are not like innately expecting us to do that like that comes out when it's necessary in that fight or flight response but it's not our core innate responsibility for us as women right that is men's responsibility just like you know it's silly when we expect men to just be happy with you know being the stay-at-home dad all the time of course, yeah, men are like, I, I want to be able to stay at home more with my kids and, and all that jazz and not have all the pressure on me for work. Like that is a new age thing that some men, they they appreciate that. They like that a bit of the the workload is shared and that they get to spend more time at home with their family and that's fantastic. But we would, we would be kidding ourselves if we thought that a man, a masculine man, let me reframe that, a masculine man would be, that's fully in his truth and not just like hiding trauma, would be really fulfilled and happy in his life, staying home, looking after the kids all the time. Okay. So another politically incorrect episode by Monica Yates, lol. Um, So yeah, I hope this episode makes you think and opens your eyes, like probably a trigger warning. (laughs) I mean, you're actually put that at the beginning, maybe. Um, I feel like at this point though, if you don't know that I'm going to trigger you, it's like, what are you doing here? Um, Anyway, Please, as usual, ladies and gentlemen, share this episode on your Instagram because it does go a long way in people finding me and me being able to like help them and change their lives just through my podcast alone. So I do really appreciate it and receive it when you guys do that. Please, um, if you haven't already, leave a review. I would really appreciate it. And don't forget, gentlemen, that there are a few spaces left for the man and then it will be closed until further notice. And I don't know whether I'll do it again next year. Honestly, it just depends on workload stuff. And um, it will be double the price. Ladies, if you would like to jump into Queen Alchemy and secure your spot early before I like officially start the launch in um, early next year on my Instagram, you can just email us send me or send me a dm um and just fill in that questionnaire and the question is on the website so if you fill in the oh no it's actually on your waitlist button at the moment so i can send you the questionnaire if you know you want to do it and then we'll get the ball rolling and that way you you can secure a spot and you can also then start all the kajabi content before we start the live calls next year so you kind of feel a little bit ahead same with baba if any of you ladies want to join 
um, Baba, which is like my feminine business coaching stuff program. Um, then same thing goes, if you want to join early, then you can watch all the content before we start the live calls next year. So you kind of feel a little bit ahead. So if any of you need that, just feel free to send me a DM or an email.